0: Welcome to the Changing the Culture podcast with your host, me, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited to have you here. This is the only podcast hosted by a female cop who is a self-help expert. Voila. Welcome. This podcast episode is sponsored by the Life Coaching Podcast. For First Responders course. It's the only course uh, out there that's like this because it's mine, baby. It's mine. It's created uh, by a police officer, a woman who's, you know, walked the walk just like you, has been out there coaching um, hundreds of people and first responders for the last seven years. And now the doors are opening on July 26th for you to come in and uh, learn how to help and be the change for first responders. If you are interested in this, then I want you to go and hit the um, link in the show notes, and I will have provided um, a free training that's going to get you learning the fundamentals of coaching for first responders and how to lead. Um, And that's also going to get you on my email list. And um, we'll get you notified of when the waitlist opens so that you can get on that waitlist and you can be in the know. You can be a part of the VIPs who um, get to join the program and the school as soon as it opens. So without further ado, I want to welcome you to this episode of... The Change in the Culture podcast. What we're going to be talking about today is actually relationships. I want to talk to you about your relationship with your significant other because there's a big miscommunication that I'm seeing happening across the board in many relationships, and I want to talk to you about it. But before I do, I want to advise you that at the end of this podcast is going to be a song. It's called Baptized in Blue by One Time Music. He is a fellow brother in blue. His music is amazing. You got to look him up. Go to Apple Music. Download all of his albums. He really, truly is amazing. He's on uh, Instagram. I'll have him in my show notes. Go Seriously, go check his workout. Uh, I fell in love with Baptized in Blue, the song, and um, you got to go listen to the tune at the end of the show, but uh, he's, he is amazing and he's, he's, I I just think he's right up there with like, to me, with like the professional rappers and I tell him that all the time. So you'll have to go have a listen. So the reason I want to talk to you about relationships is because, well, we're all in one. <laughs> we're all in relationships. But secondly, really, is because I think we as police officers, we get it wrong. We as first responders, we get it a little wrong. Because here's here's what you have to understand. We are problem solvers. We are type A, most of us, by nature. We um, will not be spoken down to. We will not be... Um, made to feel like we are less than or weak. And that is an awful combination um, for when you're in a relationship. Think about how we will never um, allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Well, guess what? In a relationship, you have to be. If you want to be in a relationship, that's going to survive. I was talking to a friend today about a situation that's going on and there's just so many different affairs going on we have, you know, in law enforcement. And we have it across the board. And, and here's the truth. The truth is, is nobody communicates. And so I'm going to help you out. While I will tell you that um, naturally I'm not a great communicator, but I have gotten very fucking good um, because of my coaching, because of the stuff that I'm actually going to be teaching in the life coaching course, because... Um, you know, I've had to learn as a police officer how to be a good communicator. And then, um, when I was really into interdiction, I became even better. I took a lot of interdiction courses. And then when I became a coach, I had to learn how to really get inside of people's head. But I had to be very, like, cautious, um, and compassionate when I was doing that. Because you don't want me to not be. When I'm trying to figure your stuff out, right? <laughs> you, you you're gonna shut right down if somebody's being a dick about you know stuff like your personal life and your personal stuff. So I really had to um, figure out my art, so to speak, um, with communication. And since I've really honed it in in the last two years. I I will say this. When I look around, by and large, I see the majority of relationships failing because of the lack of communication. I often have clients who will come to me and they will vent and just like word vomit all this shit to me, right? Like, he says this, he says this, she doesn't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, so did you tell them that? And they're like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, what? You didn't tell them that? No. Well, don't you think that's a problem? Like, if you can come and bitch to me and tell me all of the stuff, but you can't find it within you to go tell the person who you are married to and or living with, the person who, you know, you're going to be spending the rest of your life with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you can't tell them, but you can tell me, that's a problem. And it's not a problem with them, it's actually a problem with you. So I want you to be asking yourself and taking, you know, really good hard look in the mirror are you are you communicating are you talking and telling that your significant other everything are you telling them all how you feel like all the ways are you being respectful to them are you going behind their back you you know what what are we doing going behind one another's backs like the people who we love the most you know the people who um, the closest quote unquote to us, but like we, we go behind their back and talk a bunch of shit behind their back to other people. No, that's wrong. And it, your relationship will fall apart. And if you are doing that, then you, you better change. You better change or take a good hard look in the mirror and ask yourself, what the fuck am I doing in this relationship? I'll tell you, my husband and I, we've been together, I think almost nine years. And um, I'm the biggest pain in his ass and he's the biggest pain of mine. But there was nobody else in this world that I would rather do life with. And I tell him that. I tell him word for word everything I just told you. You are the biggest motherfucking pain in my ass. Holy shit. Like, wow. And then I thought, you know, and I've, I, mean, I told him tonight, you know, there was nobody else in this world that I want to do life with. And he told me there's, he doesn't have, there's no, um. No, he does. I'm his best. Um, I'm his battle buddy for, for life. <laughs> There's nobody else he wants to go into battle with, right? And, um, and it's true because we communicate. And it hasn't always been easy. And I haven't always been the greatest. And he hasn't always been that good. But we work at it together. And I think it's really important. The, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is when, when you're you... Or your spouse says this, it, it's the job, you know, you're, you put me, you put me behind your job, you know, I come second to the job, right, and as a police officer or first responder, like, you hear that, and what happens? You automatically get defensive, right? Well, the job is my career, because like, this is who I am, this is what I do, I've worked my whole fucking life for this, like, fuck you, and fuck anybody who thinks you're gonna take me away from that, Right? But the truth is, is no one's really trying to take you away from it. Here's what they mean when they say that, okay? Is they actually mean that you are, it appears, okay, that you are obsessed with the job and you put more time in and more effort into the job than you actually put into the relationship, okay? Now, as your significant other, if you are a first responder, we all know it is, it becomes all fucking consuming, okay? And that's why you see a lot of like my good friend, shout out, proud police wife, Rebecca over there. Like, that's why you see so many like police spouses and like police family things. And you you see that the whole like first responder life is has, you know, the whole, it's become a world, it's become a way of life for the whole family. It's no longer just for that. Um, officer, and that's really because though, you know, it's become all-consuming, okay? And it is a slippery slope. So it is all-consuming, you know it and I know it, but here's the deal. The deal is it cannot come before your marriage. The job cannot, okay? And so what does that mean? It doesn't it doesn't mean you can't take overtime. Like, so this is the common misconception. Oh, my, you know, she doesn't want me to take overtime. She says the job comes over, so I can't do anything. No, dumbass. It is not that what it actually is, is go work the overtime if that's what you feel like you need to do. But throw the throw the text messages that I love you. I miss you. The flirty ones to your significant other and nobody else. Go and flirt with your significant other. Put effort into fucking sexting him or her, you know, your significant other and not other people. Put time into letting them know that you're thinking about the relationship, planning the next vacation, planning some fun date night that you guys are going to be doing. Um, you know, talking to them about their lives and really fucking paying attention to knowing what they have going on and not just asking them how they are and asking them what's going on in their life because that's what you should do. No, you ask them all of that because you care and you remember that stuff and write it down if you need to so that you can continue to have those conversations. Invest in your relationship the way that you invest in the job. Put the time in, obsess about it if you have to. I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you this and and if you've been listening to me for a minute, then you've heard this story before, but I'm going to tell you again and I'll probably tell you 10 more times too because it's just that. Meaningful. When I was in the police academy, I'll never forget one night we were in chow. So chow is dinner, and basically it's like this. It was this room that how you know it was fucking sixty of us, sixty seven. Well, with cadre that was like sixty five or sixty seven of us. And so it was like this room off the cafe or the cafeteria, and there you know we sat like family style. Um, and I think there must have been like eight long, big ass long tables. And then at the head of the room was where the cadre sat. And we had this one cadre and he was a start. He was, I think he's retired now, sergeant in the main state police. And he was soft spoken. And he said he was, he got, he got very emotional about this. And he said it and he, he wasn't a man of many words, but he said this. he said, you, in this job, what is very important is your family, because when you retire and you no longer have the job, your family is all you have. And if you let that go, then you have nothing. And I just, I want you to think about that. And he talked about how, you know, you could, you know, for 25 years or 30 years, whatever you want to put in 35, if you're crazy, um, you know, you, you you have the job during your holidays but the day you retire you will have nothing for the holidays if you aren't careful. And I he he got very emotional about that and um and it's something I think about and I talk to, you know, my husband about quite often is how important that perspective is. You know, and we and we had a sergeant at, at the time, he's retired now and he was um you know, it It's very meaningful, and it's something I want you to think about. I want you to understand what he is saying. I want you to um, grasp that, fully grasp that, embrace that. Like, fuck. And let me just tell you this. You're so replaceable in the job, it's not even funny. And, And if you don't believe me, go back and listen to the last episode as I talk about that. You are so replaceable that if you die... Your job, like your job description and the position to fill that is coming out before your obituary is. And that's the truth. You don't like to hear it. It's not fun. But it's the truth. I'm not being cold-hearted, bitch, okay? I'm just being really freaking honest with you. It's because I care about you. And I just, I don't want your priorities to get switched up. Just just know this. That's not happening with your family. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not going to fill your slot. They're not filling... That slot, your hole, you know, they're not doing that. Get your head out of the gutter. They're not doing that, okay? Your family's not clearing up space or they're not going to try to fill a space when you're gone. Your family's going to be devastated. Your family is what you have. And and listen, and family, and this is a whole other tangent and holy shit, look what you're getting me on. Family doesn't necessarily mean blood. Family doesn't necessarily mean your parents. Family is what you make your family to be. You create that family. And so whatever that family is to you, and now some of you are going to be like, oh, my my job, you know, the people I work with is my family. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Take it from a girl who thought the same thing. And I'm not telling you you're wrong. I have no idea because it's different for every person and every agency. It just is so different. But for me, I thought that these people were my family. We hung out. We did things. I mean, my best friend and his wife, like I got uninvited from his wedding and all of these things. And these motherfuckers stopped talking to me because I got injured on the job. Like it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Make sure your friendships and your relationships aren't bullshit. Make sure they're based on much more than just the job or a job, okay? Make sure that it's a heart and soul connection and I'm not getting girly girl on you. I just mean it. I mean, even even you guys. Make sure it's freaking, you know, your heart connection with your guys, meaning like you guys can go do a bunch of other things other than just talk about the job and other than just do the job, Okay. I hope that this was effective. I mean, I, I'm i not going to go on and on. I feel like it was a short and sweet episode. But I just, at the end of the day, like, communicate, communicate, communicate. Stop putting everything, beh- like, behind the job. The job is the job. And it's always going to, like, come first kind of physically. It just kind of does. It pulls us out there. But you don't have to be at the job 24-7 in your head. You don't. That's your fucking choice. I'm going to tell you right now. Stop, because the job doesn't love you. Just doesn't. It's kind of disgusting, actually, how obsessed and how self-identified some people get. That's when they need me. That's when they need a life coach, because you're all fucked up. So don't allow that to be you. And then, you know, understand that you are just a number. Okay, you are just a number. And as soon as you die, they are going to fill your fucking spot. As soon as you retire, They're filling your fucking spot. And, you know, and I I say this to my husband a lot. I'm like, do you remember, like, do you ever hear about any guys like 20 years ago, troopers, like legendary ones? He's like, barely. Right. And those fucking guys, they were, you know, they gave it all just like, just like these guys nowadays. But nobody remembers anybody because it's a motherfucking job. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Job doesn't love you back. Your family loves you back. The job doesn't. All right. I think I got my point across. Listen to this uh, song uh, by One Time Music called Baptized in Blue. Hang out with me on Instagram if you're not. If you are interested at all in becoming a life coach for first responders, go to the show notes cl- and uh, click the link. Sign up for my training and get your ass on the wait list as soon as it opens on Monday. All right. I will talk to you later.
1: They buried me in the water and I came out new <laughs> Now I'm baptized in blue I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit I refuse to lose I got heart and I got grit. I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue I'm a fighter In the hardest, they never run. I signed up for a job you wouldn't dare to do. This ain't no green screen movie, don't compare it to. We look at your actions in the elements, and everything relevant. If they line up, prepare to pay the consequence. You do dirt, you get cussed. No bluff. It's ignorant to think we would shoot with your hands up if you the police. You feel the world is against your like every call you go to, people trying to tempt you. Well. Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, I ride on the devil, I ain't scary, and I ain't worried You want my life, come take it, it's gon' be a fight I take you to the light, like Will and bright I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do, only the thin blue line, cause they baptized them blue uh. I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit, I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior. I can't explain the pain when I see a name on the wall. All I feel is rage, put me in a cage, let me brawl. Sometimes I can't help but cry, like, why did he die? I know it was him, but it could have been I. What about the kids? Oh, uh, what about the spouse? Yeah, now who gon' put food inside them baby's mouth? It's a bigger picture when the officer down. Domino effect, Blue Nation, family, country, and town. The media don't cover us. Huh. Well, maybe Fox, cause MSNBC and CNN surely don't care about cops. Politician more concerned about protecting the legal instead of laying the law down and protecting the people. Let me get off my soapbox before I curse. I don't see way too many cops riding in hearse Well, I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do. Only the thin blue light, cause they baptized. <laughs> In blue, uh. I'm a fighter. I will never quit. I refuse to lose. I got hard and I got greedy. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a fighter. No, the never quit. I refuse to lose. I got heart and I got greedy. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a with a mission, I'm gonna complete it If that means being deleted, I live with the credence I do this for the combat, dancing And Leo's when I'm suited, ready to go It's either the friend, or foe Only Lord knows what my future's in store I only kill with the hope to see more So God don't close that door If I take a life, it's him or me with the hopes to survive, not good tree. I go in situations that you cannot imagine, deal with things that you cannot fathom, no it's buts or rather. I'd rather fight for cause than live for nothing. So when you read my don't you know I die for something. You hypersensitive, she complained by justified force. You blame the cops first, that don't work, you blame the courts. But I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do. Only the thin blue line, cause they baptized in blue. Oh, I'm a fighter. I never quit. I refuse to lose. I got hard and I got gritty. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a fighter. never Winner never quit. I refuse to lose. I got hard and I got gritty. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. That's been baptized in blue. Uh.